Welcome to the Jesus Show. Not that one. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Do you notice anything different? Yeah. I'm lighted. I'm lit? Yeah. I'm lighted it? No. I'm lighted it. Allie says, I'm lit, litted, very more gooder. Uh, because our stuff, some of our stuff that isn't fucking broken, right, is here. We have the ring light, which is still broken, but we jimmied it just enough so that we can use the light. We have the camera. We have the microphones. So now I don't have to uh, worry about the traveling mics. Okay, this is going to be a heavy, heavy mover update part three. Movie Nightmare part three. This is fucking insane. You think when you hear the end of the story or you think it's the end of the story? Nah, motherfuckers, I got more. And before we go into anything else, please remember, if you listen to the show, you may poop your pants from laughter. There you go, Greg. Follow me on Instagram at the Jesus Show NTO, Twitter at Jesus Show NTO, Facebook, the Jesus Show, not that one, TikTok at the Jesus Show, not that one, YouTube, the Jesus Show, not that one, or the Jesus Show NTO, and email me, the Jesus Show NTO at gmail.com. I think I'm going to raise the noise gate just slightly. Because, okay, here we go. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty excited to have my mics back. Okay, let me start from the beginning. Okay. On the first, on the first day of Christmas, false. These movers were supposed to be, they were supposed to pick up our stuff on the 27th. Mm -hmm. The 27th of February. The quote Went from 3,500. What was the initial quote? Like 2,500. 2,500, which is crazy to think about, but 2,500. Then it was revised to 5,200, 5, which I started yelling at Allie mm -hmm. at my mom's house. But whatever, 5,200. They're supposed to get there on February 27th. We booked hotels, we paid for hotels. Then the 27th came, I don't know, like 2 p.m. We didn't hear anything. We're like, mm, this is weird. Allie called. They broke down. Oh, we need to find a, a mechanic on a Sunday. Um, that wasn't going to happen. Then they showed up. What, the 28th came and went towards nighttime. Like, I don't know, 930 at night. They said, oh, we'll be there like at 11 p.m. We'll work through the night. Absolutely not. So Allie had to cancel the first hotel on the 27th, just come the next day on the 28th. And she had it. Well, she moved it and then she had to cancel it. So they finally got there on the first. And then it went from 5,200 to eight grand. I specifically told the guy, we told the guy, no, you're not doing it for eight grand. Eat a dick. No. Then he said, don't worry about it. We'll work through this. We gave him $3,000 in cash. And I like, I, I remember I'm sit, I'm in the kitchen with him standing and I'm super close to him. And I said, I don't have any more money to give you. I don't. If this is going to cost eight grand. No, no, my friend, don't worry about it. Blah, blah, blah. I was pissed at him. And I said, don't fucking call me your friend because we're not friends. Fuck you. Um, I actually told him, I believe I told him to eat a dick, but I can't remember whether I told him, fuck you or eat a dick, something. I told him to either eat a dick or fuck him. Oh, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. So I get all this stuff. And then he kept telling me, um, oh, we're adding this, we're adding this, we're adding this. And I said, okay. But he kept telling me, don't worry, we're not going to charge you for it. So I kept telling him, I don't give a shit then how much you're fucking adding. Just put everything in the goddamn truck. Like, why do you have to tell me every 30 minutes? 
And I kept I kept telling him, you're not charging me extra, right? No, 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 no. I'm not charging you extra. I just need to let you know because we, we work in cubic feet. Okay, fucking, I don't care. If you're not going to charge me extra, then don't fucking tell me. Then towards the end, he then he was like, ah, I'm, I can't, I'm not going to take any more of your stuff. And So now the point of getting the movers was to only have the dogs, Allie and myself, and our bags in the car just for the short trip. And that didn't happen. We packed it up and we were uncomfortable. The dogs were uncomfortable. It was a fucking nightmare. Um, so we started the drive on the 1st. Yeah, at 3 p.m., Allie canceled the other hotels. Then we had to get a different hotel. We drove straight through the night. We got to, where did, where did we get to? North Platte, Nebraska. North Platte, Nebraska. At like 2 p.m., we asked for an early check-in. They gave us an early check-in. We went, we slept. We woke up the next day at 4 a.m., Got the fuck out of there an hour later. So instead of having a three-day trip, we made it in two days. Like two and a half days. Yeah, two and a half. Because the first day of driving, like, we we just, we drove. I think we drove 11 hours. Maybe 12. We, 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 we stopped every three, four hours because we had to take the dogs out. Allie needed to walk around because she's pregnant. So we were at least we were out of the car for at least 40, 40 minutes to an hour each time. The guy, oh, the guy when he closed the the thing, he said, "You now you have to give me an additional twenty six hundred before I even move the 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 van." So we gave him that, and I said, "How long is it going to take you?" And he said, two days." Well, then on the third. He, somebody texts Allie three to five business days. That's all they said. They didn't say, hey, we're going to get there with your stuff. Just three to five business days. So Allie said, does that mean on this day or this day? Nothing from them. We get here. Three to five business days comes. Well, we wait till the five business days. Call, 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 text, text, text. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Finally, on the ninth. I call, I think he picked up the phone by mistake. Mm -hmm. Then he says, we broke down, sends me a video. I have a recording of me talking to him. And I was like, I don't give a shit that you broke down. The fuck, the fuck does that have to do with me? Oh, it's going to cost me $9,000. Motherfucker. I don't care. I hope it costs you $20,000. The fuck do I like you're making, you're, you're, you're making your problems, my problems. And that's not how shit works. The fuck do I care? Like if somebody comes to where I work and they tell me, hey, I have to get here. And I tell them, well, you know, like my car broke down and then um, my wife called me and told me this and 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 then this happened in my life and this happened. The passengers are going to be, I don't give a shit. And you shouldn't give a shit because I'm not there. I hope I say this right. I'm not there for you to have sympathy on what's going on in my life. Uh -huh. I'm there to get you to your destination safely. If I can't perform that job correctly, then I shouldn't be going to work that day or for that trip. But these motherfuckers don't understand that. And also, their bosses, the, one of them, the guy, the driver, driver number one, he kept saying he's he's the owner of he's the company owner. He doesn't know how to run a fucking thing. He's a they're all crooks. They're all crooks. Easy moving Easy Moving Express is the name, right? Yeah, can you send me the message? Yes. Easy Moving <laughs> Express is a bunch of fucking crooks and Allstate Moving and Storage is another bunch of fucking crooks as well. Yes. Fuck those two companies. If you guys ever move, don't ever fucking use any of those companies. And if you can, get on Yelp and go give them a one-star review and tell them they can suck a dick. Whatever it is, you can, you're not that cool. Um, you don't even like George Michael. Um, 
Wait, is it George Michael? Who's a saxophone player? He doesn't like... Like, oh man, that sucks. You don't like uh, Kenny G or uh, you don't you don't like hot sauce. Hot sauce is the best. <laughs> right, Annie? Um, just I'm I'm leaving them all the bad reviews and I'm I'm writing shit into the be- better business bureau. Anyways. Well then a week later, because then he says it's gonna take two days for a truck to get there to Mississippi and three to five days to get our stuff here. It should only take max two days to get from here to Mississippi or vice versa. It's like 10, it's 11 hours away. So even if you drive five hours one day and then six hours the next day, you, you'll make it here. Or six hours the first day and then five hours the next day, you'll make it here. So three to five business days, motherfucker, you're taking your sweet ass time. Well, then we wait. Nothing. We call them again a week after. We don't get no, no, no text messages, no replies, no nothing. So then Allie looks at the video that he sent me. She looks up the tow trucking company. She finds it in Mississippi. She calls them. They tell her they took it over to Truck Works in Mississippi, in Richland, Mississippi. She calls them. Darren, the mechanic. Tells us, you know, what does the truck look like? She tells him, yep, it's here. Um, Takes pictures, all that. I don't know if I ever shared the pictures of the truck with our stuff, but I should. I don't I don't think I did. Allie did, but I did it. Um, then Darren at first. Oh, then we made a report down there with uh, Sergeant Martin. He went to go talk to Darren. Darren was all about helping us out. And then at one point, he just flipped. He was like, no, I can't do any of this. And it was this back and forth. We're like, come on, man. Like, you have to give us, like, we want our stolen shit. So me and Jorge went down. What day did we? Oh, we went on his birthday. Fuck, I felt like shit. Your dad's birthday was on the 21st. On the 21st, we flew down there. When we're there at the airport, the entire time me and Jorge are back and forth, calls and calls and hey, this, this, what, like, what are our options? Hitting dead end after dead end after dead end. Hitting dead end after dead end, yeah. We had been there for like two hours and Jorge goes, oh man, somebody just called me. I said, oh, who just called you? He said, oh, one of my friends, uh, he, you know, he just wanted to wish me happy birthday. And I said, wait, what? He's like, oh yeah, today's my birthday. And I was like, Jorge, what the fuck? Why didn't you tell me? It's like, oh no, man, we're we're dealing with more important things. And I said, no, 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 your your birthday is important. I felt like shit. I mean, I I I went over the only thing that the airport had that small little airport had was the Hudson News. I said, Jorge, let me buy you lunch or something. So he just wanted a little cheese plate, and I was like, Jorge. So I gave him a hug and I told him I loved him. I was like, fuck, man, when we get back, we gotta celebrate. So we're down there, we get nowhere. So we fly back. So we had to go from Chicago to Houston, Houston to Richland, Mississippi. On the way back, we just went backwards. We went Richland, Mississippi to Houston, Houston, Chicago. Fuck, man. It was terrible. I was like, fuck. Then we were told they were going to be here three to five business days again. Oh, no. Sergeant Martin said that they told him in two days. Which didn't happen. Okay. So at this point, I don't know if I told you. They got, they picked up the truck Wednesday. They left Wednesday. I don't know what, 21, on the 23rd it would have been. They picked up the truck on the 23rd, which was a Wednesday. Between 8 and 8.30, because Jorge found found out that information. From Darren, the, the mechanic. But apparently while they were down there, they sparked up a blunt well i don't even know if it was a blunt they started smoking some weed right outside and darren called the cops on him because he was like you guys can't do that shit and i'm assuming they got ticketed somebody got ticketed for having weed and ecstasy pills sergeant martin said i wasn't there to take care of that but here's an incident report sent it to Allie. so they got popped for that then Friday, 
what, the 26th? Whenever it was that week. Mm-hmm. Friday, yeah. out of nowhere, I'm walking the dogs. It's almost 6.30 at night. And he calls me. And again, I don't think he was trying to call me. Yeah. Because he goes, oh, hey, uh, I just want to let you know I'm going to be there tomorrow. <coughs> Excuse me. That was gross. Sorry, guys. He says, I'm going to be there tomorrow in the morning. And I said, okay, what time in the morning? I'm going to call you tomorrow and I'll give you a better time when I'm going to be there. And I said, okay, but you're coming tomorrow? Yes. You'll call me to let me know what time in the morning? Yes. So Allie, myself, and Jorge were hanging out for like three fucking hours here at the house waiting around. I call him. Allie calls him. I text him. Allie texts him. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Finally, Sunday, Allie leaves for the baby shower. Or no, Saturday, Allie left for the baby shower. My sister was throwing her in uh, in Montclair, California. And the next day, I text the guy. I text mover number one, and I go, hey, man, uh, like, why'd you, why'd you have to lie to me? Like, you lied to me again. I left him a message, sent him a text message. Then he texts me back and he goes, I never lied to you. I, I haven't lied to you this whole time. <coughs> what? So I told him, uh, you're son of a bitch because you have lied and I have proof that you've lied. Remember the two days and then three to five days, then the seven days and the three to five days and the three to five days? Yeah, you haven't done any of that shit. What the fuck are you talking about? Then he says... I never said I was going to be there. What I meant was, so he said it because now he's like, well, no, what I meant was, motherfucker, he has, they don't have a grasp of the English language very well, which sucks because when you're trying to communicate with them, it's hard. So I, you know, he goes, oh no, I'm going to call you today, later on tonight. Okay. Well, he calls me Sunday night at 10 p.m. And I don't answer because I'm like, man, fuck that guy. Like, he's not going to show up. Like, so I just, I let it go to voicemail. He doesn't leave a message because I don't know why, but they just don't. So I text Allie that night. Hey, you know, he called, but I didn't pick up because fuck him. She's like, can you please call him? So I sent him a text an hour later. Don't hear anything from him. Fine. So Monday, which was what? Yesterday, the 28th, I'm about to walk the boys. It's 9.30 in the morning. I'm about to leave the house. 9, 9.20. He calls. I see his number. Hello. He's like, I'm less than two hours away. Make sure you have the exact cash, the 5,600 bucks. And I go, okay, cool. You're less than two hours away? Yes. You're less than two hours away from coming here? Yes. Okay. We have this recorded. <coughs> Excuse me. No, I don't have that part recording. But you have the text attached. So I call Jorge. Hey, he's going to be here this time. Blah, 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 blah. So now I'm like, okay, here we go. Mind you, I'm not giving him a fucking cent. And I told Ali. And I told Jorge. If he would have showed up with our stuff a a week out from when he originally picked it up, I would have paid him. I would have paid him everything. I would have been pissed. I would have been looking into a lawsuit. But I would have paid him. Because he waited almost a month, he worked his way out of me paying him. Because all I had was time to think. How am I not going to, how, how do I not have to pay this motherfucker? Because he's extorting money from us is what he's doing. Then Allie goes, well, if you look at the contract, blah, 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 blah. And in the Allstate moving and storage contract, it says, let me read you. Sorry, no, I should have had this uh, better prepared, but I didn't. Okay. So in the, in the contract that we have with Allstate moving and storage, We have the contract with them, right? Two important bullet points. It says, do not allow the movers to load the truck or perform any services 
before you call us, in caps, call us, you must agree in writing to the New Testament. We will assist you with this. Now, when they first showed up to the house, Allie and I kept calling them because they kept making up these fucking rules. Well, we can't do this. We can't do this. I can only take that. We need to charge you for this. Blah, 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 blah. I called them at least five times. How many times did you call them? Each time, each time we called, it was, well, what's the problem? Well, they're there. It's not our problem. Well, you're going to have to pay them. Blah, 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 blah. At no, at no point was anybody fucking helpful. And at no point did anybody say, oh, well, let's, let's walk you through this new estimate. At no point. And we have the receipts to show them. Because it looks like we're going to have to take them to court. And I will happily take them to court. So at no point were they trying to help us with a new estimate. The driver never called the company to tell them, hey, I gave them a new estimate. They have to agree to it, right? None of that. Important bullet point number four, it says, if you have not signed the mover's revised estimate and the mover's load the truck, then federal regulation requires that the mover has reaffirmed the original estimate and cannot demand additional payment at delivery for additional items. That's very important because Allie took a picture of the contract that was blank with the numbers. It had the binding estimate of $2,100. Then it has the mover's estimate which was, I think, $3,200. Then he put 8% for fuel. That's all there is. And Ali has a picture of it. And she sent it to me. Before he left, before the mover left, and he was like, oh, you owe me this much. I took a picture of the same contract Ali signed, but now he added a bunch of numbers to it. And I said, what's this? And he said, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So, well, I have to worry about it because now it says 11, almost $12,000. What? Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. No, my man, I'm very worried. No, don't worry. So at no point did he tell, did he tell Allie, well, we're going to have to agree on this price and we're going to have to agree on this price. None of that happened. Also, I think they're scared of women because they the only thing that they wanted to deal with Allie was to have her sign the contract. That's it. Anything he needed to talk to Allie about, he wanted to talk to me instead. Oh, I need to talk to your husband. I need to talk to your husband. No, you can talk to me. I'm the I'm Allie is the one on the contract. You can talk to me. He, he said, no, 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 no. I need to talk to your husband. He rarely, he never called her. He only called me. So again, I think they seem like the kind of people that don't respect women and are afraid of women, which is really weird to me, but whatever. So Ali sends me that and I, I pick up on those, on those two key points. Okay. So Jorge comes, Jorge got to the house at I want to say, let's say he got here at like 10. No, I think he got here at 10.30. So now me and Jorge are waiting for the movers to show up. Well, then he calls me and I put him on speakerphone and I'm recording with Jorge's phone. And he tells me, okay, um, he said five minutes away. But then later when I listened to it, it sounds like he said 40, 45 minutes away. The first thing he tells me is, uh, make sure you have the exact cash. Then he says, you've only given me $3,000. And I went, mm, no. Then he says, uh, he goes, oh, well, you paid Allstate this much and you've only paid me. I said, no, absolutely not. I said, we've paid a total of $8,000. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, because you, you, I, I had to remind him because he conveniently forgot. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. You zelled me some money, blah, 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 blah. 
okay, we'll make sure you have almost $5,700 in cash waiting for me. Okay. So he's, he hangs up. We wait almost two hours for him to show up. Finally, he shows up. And he, I see, I see him because we were instructed by the cops at this point. They told us, Crown, Crown Point PD told us, the moment you see him, call us. So as they're, they pull into our street, our street that we live on is a one way. So there's only one way they should be coming in. One time, uh, one of Ali's friends, Amber, she went the wrong way twice on a one way. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. That's beside the point. So there's only one way you should be coming in. So they turn. I tell Jorge, Jorge, get, get on the phone now. I'm recording them coming up the street. And he parks at the first house down the street. I'm thinking, what the fuck is he doing? And he waits there for a couple moments. And then he moves the car. He moves the truck slightly closer. Waits a couple moments. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Moves the truck a little closer. I now now I, I I figured out because the mover that was helping him in Vegas. He shows up. In a car with Illinois plates, out of nowhere. Okay, so I'm assuming he was waiting for his backup. He's slowly pulling. The truck this way. Which again I find I thought it was odd. I go outside of the house. And I'm waving at him. Here's the house, motherfucker. So he pulls up and then he backs up. So now he's in front of the house. I have, I'm recording it because they had our stuff on the outside of the truck. Now they show up and it's not on the outside of the truck. Surprise, surprise. Allie and I knew this was going to happen. So I go from video recording him to audio recording him because there's something there's things on my phone I want to show them bullet po bullet point number three and four which are very important this whole thing he gets out of the car the first thing he tells me do you have my money and I said no I don't and I start recording and I said hey there's a couple things I got to talk to you about I said hey something to the effect of like you lied you told me two days and then three to five days and three to five days. Then he tells me, well, I was telling you what the mechanic was telling me. I said, the mechanic never told you three to five days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have text messages. I have text messages. And I said, you don't have those text messages, my man. You don't have them because they don't exist. Then I tell him, I talked to Darren from TruckWorks. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you talked to him. Okay, well, then you should know. Then I tell him, Darren at TruckWorks said he didn't even hear from you for almost two weeks. It looked like you guys abandoned the truck there. Then he says, oh, no. And I said, yeah. I said, I text you. So my dumbass texted, sent you a text and said, not even Darren at TruckWorks could find you. Then you wanted your truck and it wasn't working. You just wanted the truck. No, 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 no. He's like, there's there's many mechanics there. And I go, no, there's only Darren. Because Darren is the, he's the only one. I know this because we talked to him. Motherfucker, you're lying. And then I told him, then he said something about, I would tell you three to five days because I would call the mechanic first and he would tell us this. And I said, I don't believe shit. I said, you're a fucking liar. I don't believe a single fucking thing you say. He's like, oh, it doesn't matter. I say, yeah, no, you're right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that I think you're a fucking liar. I don't, it doesn't matter that I think you're a piece of shit. It doesn't matter that you're a fucking moron. Just because I think it. I mean, you don't have to be like, oh, this guy thinks I'm an idiot. No, it doesn't matter. I'm nobody. Then he says, you're not going to pay me? And I said, no. Then I start going into, this is what it says, bullet point number three. Blah, blah, blah. I read it to him. Then I start reading them number four, blah, 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 blah. When I get to it, federal regulation says he checked out. Then he starts walking away. So he's in the back of the truck, starts walking to the front. 
and I go, are you, are you, are you leaving with our stuff? And he says, yes. At this point, two Craigslist movers show up. I don't know who they are. Some guy rolls up on, on Jorge and he just start, kind of starts looking at him. And I'm like, what, what is this guy doing? I was ready to throw down. I put my ring in my pocket and I'm like, I'm ready. I, I'm ready to go. Then this other guy comes over. Then I realize that they don't know what's going on. Then the movers helper who was in Henderson with him when they picked up our stuff. We call him flip-flops because he showed up in flip-flops. Stupid. So flip-flop shows up and I recognize him. And I was just like, okay, here we go. So I'm holding my, I'm holding my phone. I took my ring off and I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm like, I'm, I'm busting heads. Then Jorge starts telling the guy, hey, you can't take off with our stuff. And he goes, who are you? And then I tell him, you don't need to fucking know who he is. And then I think you, in the recording here, Jorge go, I'm his father-in-law. You should play it. Then, so he gets into the car, turns on the car. I'm in front of the, of the truck now. I'm calling 911, so the audio stops because you can't audio record and be on the phone. So I'm calling the cops. And I'm like, yo, the movers, our movers are trying to steal our stuff. Like, he's demanding payment. He's extorting money from me. Jorge out of nowhere pulls the Jeep. Carla, my, my, my mother-in-law, Ali's mom, her car. He was sacrificing the Jeep. Carla, I'm sorry. He was sacrificing the Jeep for us. He pulls it in. I told you Jorge, Jorge used to be a cop back in the day. Well, if you don't know, now you know. So Jorge pulls the car. Quick. He backs it up like close. So here's the truck and here's here's the Jeep. Super close. And I'm sitting, so the truck's in front of me. The Jeep's here. And now, like, let's say the end of the Jeep is here. And I'm just off to the side a little bit. Because then I think if this guy tries to move the, move the, uh, the truck, I need to jump out of the way and I would actually jump back and away. I wouldn't jump this way because I don't know if I can get out of the way in time, but back and away at an angle, the opposite way I could get out of the way and the Jeep would absorb the impact. So I'm on the phone with a, you know, 911 and the lady goes, the dispatcher goes, is your life in danger? I, go, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to hit me with a van, with, with, with the truck, but he's in there. He turns off, he, he turns off the, the truck. Right as he turns off the truck, I see four cop cars coming down the street, barreling at us. Then he gets out of the car. The cops are like, what's going on? So I talked to one of the guys that comes out. In the canine unit car. And I'm like, look, this is what's going on. He's trying to steal our stuff. He's saying that we owe him extra money, blah, 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 blah. I tell him the detective that we talked to out of here, he told us to call you guys. And this is getting crazy. So then they go talk to the guy, mover number one. Then the two Craigslist movers, one of the guy, one of the guys is telling me, he's like, just pay him, just pay him. Like this happens all the time. You just got to pay him. And I look at him and I said, my man, you're coming into the situation cold. You don't know what the fuck I've dealt with so far. Stand over there or sit down over there. Like, stay in your lane. The other guy is like, yo, what's going on? Like, I'm not trying to get involved in any shady shit. Like, I'm just here to make some money. Because they told him they would pay him 20 bucks an hour. So then the cops are trying to figure out what's going on. So we're telling him, hey, look, this is what's going on. I'm showing him the screenshots. Look, he had my wife sign a blank contract, blah, 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 blah. So one of the cops goes, talks to the guy, and he starts, the mover number one, starts, fuck you guys, you can't do shit to me. You guys ain't shit. Uh, this This is a civil matter. This is a civil matter. And he he told us that on the phone before, and I told Allie, and I told the cops when they got here. He's, he's picked up some cool terms or some buzzwords 
that he knows now. The moment he says civil matter, I guess most cops probably like, yeah, you're probably right. We can't do anything to you. And that's how he gets away. That's how they get away with shit. But the cops here were like, fuck no. Like you can't, you can't hold somebody's property. Like you don't own it. They own it. If they're not going to pay you, take them to, take them to, take them to, uh, you know, sue them. Take them to civil court. You'll get your money then. If, if you're really on the right, if you're really in the right, you'll get your money. You'll sue them. You'll win. Fine. But they kept telling them, you can't, like, you don't own this property. Then the cops started asking him, is there stuff even in there? And they go, have you, have you seen, they asked me, have you seen your stuff? And I said, no, he won't open the door. And they said, why won't you open the door? If his stuff's in there, then you should be able to show him, right? Oh, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. Then the cops are like, hmm, now this sounds shady to us. Like, why aren't you showing him his stuff? So I started showing him pictures. Look, our stuff was, you know, on the outside. Um, you know, look at all the text messages that we've been trying to contact him and he hasn't been contacting us. So then the cops are like, okay, let's see what's, let's see what's happening. Then one of the cops looks at me and goes, you're getting your stuff today. You're getting, you're getting it. They're, he, they're not leaving. They're not leaving with your stuff. It's illegal. So they get on the phone with a district attorney here. They get on the phone with the judge. They get on the phone with, um, the, 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 the commander. And they just want to make sure like, yo, like we, they didn't want to step on anybody's toes. They don't want to be liable for anything, which of course they get the green light. The driver, number one, keeps mouthing off at him. And they're like, if you're not going to give him his stuff, we need to take you in for what did your dad call it? Conversion? Conversion. It's yeah. a, I guess it's a nicer way of saying theft. And he kept telling him, I'm not giving him his stuff. I'm not giving him stuff. Okay. Well, they were like, all right, hook him. So they did. They put him in handcuffs. They put him in handcuffs. The moment they put him in handcuffs and they start walking him to the cop car. The guy that we first sent the Zell money to, or we Zelled him the money, which I only got a hold of him once. He starts calling me and I look at my phone. I go, this motherfucker. I didn't pick it up. I was like, fuck this guy. Because then flip flops is on the phone and he's talking to whoever the hell he's talking to. Then at one point they're moving the mover number one from one car to another. And he looks at me and he's like staring me down and I'm talking to one of the cops. So I'm not even paying attention. And then I look and I realize he's looking at me, staring me down. I was like, all right, bitch. He looks at me and he's like, he just gives me one of these. And I said, yeah, suck my dick. And I grabbed my, you know, grab my dick in my nuts. And I'm like, yeah, suck my dick. He was, I mean, he was pit. He was pissed and I was loving it. So they move him to the other car. Then the other mover says something. He's like, oh, I don't know what he said. And I said, man, fuck you. Then I told him, he said something else. And I said, hey, if you, I said, if you're going to talk to me, come talk to me like a man. I said, cause I'm going to, I'm going to bitch slap you. And I'm, I'm, I'm standing. There's no cops around us. Cause all the cops are over here to my right. The truck is here. The house is over here. The driveway's here. I'm standing right here in the driveway. The guy's over here, flip-flops, smoking a cigarette. The cops are over there talking to the guy in, in the back of the cop car. Flip-flops telling me something. I was like, motherfucker, do something. He was like, no, no. That's what I was like, that's what I, shut up. And get off my lawn and don't fucking put cigarettes on there, motherfucker. Then they bring the tow truck. The tow truck is going to come because now they're like, they're not going to willingly give us our stuff. So now we have to take it. Where did they call it? Midnight Blue? Uh -huh. Midnight Blue. They're like, the cops kept saying, oh, we got to take it to Midnight Blue, Midnight Blue, Midnight Blue. I was like, is that code for, like, what is that code for? <laughs> and then somebody goes, no, Midnight Blue is the, is the name of the, the name of the tow, tow trucking company. And I went, oh, okay. And they said, it's really close. You're just going to have to go pick up your stuff. Fine. They're like, you might have to get a U-Haul. But Ali's uh, mom and dad, Jorge's neighbor, he had a truck or a flatbed or something. He was like, wow, you guys can use that. We'll go pick up your stuff. And 
It'll be fine. Excuse me. I had a burp. So then they take him away. They're hooking up the truck. Oh, then I get a call from two other numbers. Another number from New Jersey. And then a number from New York. I don't answer them. Because nobody has nobody has taken the time to communicate with Ali and I. And now all of a sudden when shit's, shit's hitting the fan and it's not going their way. Then they want to call? No, fuck them. Also, before they took the, the mover number one away, he told the detectives, I have text messages between me, him, meaning me, and Allie, that they agreed upon this price. I started laughing, and I told one of the cops, that motherfucker doesn't have shit. I said, because we've never agreed upon in a text message. Then I told him, I said, even if we did agree in a text message, which we didn't, I said, that shit doesn't hold up in court. You need something signed in a contract. That's why there's contracts. People don't do business fucking via text message. That's stupid. No. So they uncuff him. They bring him out of the car. And he's trying to look for the text messages. He's like this for like 10 minutes. Then he changes his story and tells the detective, no, we verbally agreed. And the detective tells him, you know that's inadmissible in court? Did I say that right? Inadmissible? Uh-huh. Inadmissible in court? He goes, you know that, right? He's like, that's not how contracts contracts, and deals are done. He goes, because you guys can go into, you guys can go into the court. You can say, I told him this and he said yes. Then I can say, no, I didn't. That's why there's contracts. He's like, that's not how, that's not a thing, man. Then the detective told me, told him, but you told me you had text, text messages. Oh, I can't find them. Oh, all of a sudden you can't find them when you fucking need them. Cause you don't have it. You don't have, you don't have shit. So they hooked them back up. Oh, flip flops is over there recording the cops talking to mover number one for some fucking reason. So they take them, they're, they're hooking up the truck. While they're doing that, I I don't think I was supposed to. But Jorge tells me, hey, there's no lock on the back of that truck. And I said, you're right. So I went, boop, and I opened up the thing. I don't know if you heard Donatos. He, he groaned really loud, like, mm, shut up. It's past our bedtime. So I open up the truck, and the stuff that was on the outside of the truck is now just piled up. In the back of the truck. It wasn't neatly placed. Nothing. Just thrown in there. And I look and I go, yep, that's our stuff. That's our stuff. Yep, that's our stuff. So I close it. Then they tell me, one of the cops goes, hey, they're going to bring the guy back to help unload. Because the owner of the company just called and said, they're just going to give you your stuff. And I said, oh, weird how they, how they change your tone. Then I told the detectives, the number three and number four bullet point. And they go, yeah, I mean, that seals the deal for you. Like, obviously, if they brought this stuff, they're reaffirming that they're okay with the price that was set. They can't add more. And the, one of the detectives that was talking to the guy, he comes over to me and goes, how do you deal with this guy? This guy, like, he talks circles and makes it sound like he's saying important things and things that are pertinent to what's going on and he 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 doesn't like i'm getting a headache dealing with him and i i've only dealt with him for an hour i go yeah this is what this motherfucker does then he goes i don't know how he's gotten from what you've paid him to now demanding more money and the things that he wrote in there oh also by the way he did tell the cops he admitted to the cops that he filled in those numbers without telling us Yes. Did I not tell you that? No. Yeah. We so when we go to when we go to court, we could have the 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 two detectives. It was two detectives, another guy, and an officer. So at least four police officers can testify that he admitted to putting the numbers in there without like after the fact that you signed it. And we can use that, 
yes, we can uh, submit this into evidence. So yeah, then he said his numbers don't don't make sense. He goes, he's going from this number to 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 go to $12,000? Like, that makes no sense. I go, yeah. Then the detective goes, how are you getting your numbers? And I go, here's my numbers. And it was clear cut. I said, this is what we paid. This is what we gave him in cash. And then this is what we sell them. And he goes, yeah, I mean, all your numbers are lining up. I go, yeah, no, I know. His aren't. So he was... Apparently, he was about to get booked. They bring him back. He starts helping flip-flops give us our stuff. Jorge called to uh, his neighbor. His neighbor brought somebody else. So the four of us are unloading the stuff. Like, they're giving it to us. Because we didn't want them in the house. Because when they were in the apartment, they broke shit. And then we didn't get our deposit back. Uh, so yeah, we didn't want them in the house and we're renting the house and we didn't want them breaking any of our landlord stuff. They're giving us stuff and I'm noticing our stuff is broken. Mirrors shattered. The TVs that were supposed to be in boxes, they're not in boxes. The screens are cracked, broken. The mattresses who weren't supposed to be on the outside were on the outside. Water damage, fire damage. Things are broken to shit. Our bikes destroyed, rusted. Headboards rusted, scratched up, banged up. It's like almost everything we fucking got was broken. And he was pissed. Because then at one point they're in the truck and he goes, uh, he goes, they're on their phones and they're smoking a cigarette. And the next door neighbor, Brian, was like, hey, you guys, come on, let's do this shit. And mover number one goes, they're getting their stuff for free. And I said, motherfucker, I ain't getting shit for free. Then they also try to antagonize us to get a reaction out of us. Which I told Jorge and the neighbors, I said, hey, let them talk their shit. I just want to get our stuff. And get them the fuck on. They kept trying to give us stuff that wasn't ours. They tried giving us three TVs that were broken. Told them that's not ours. They tried to give us. Um, they tried to give us some boxes and shit. I'm like, no, this isn't ours. Then they didn't want to take it. Because they're like, uh, it's not ours. I'm like, motherfucker, it's not ours. This is not ours. I only have one chair. I, I had two. I only have one. It got lost somewhere. Um, someone else has it. Yeah, someone else has it. Uh, we, Ali put in the insurance claim. We're going to see what happens with that. Then they left. Well, before they left, I told him, I said, hey, where did you... Because I was on the phone with Ali, and I was like, yeah, these motherfuckers don't even... Like, they don't even speak English. Like, it's hard asking them shit. Because she was pissed. Like, you need, to, you need to tell them that. I go, baby, come on. These motherfuckers don't even speak English. Like... It's going to be hard. Um, so before they left, I was like, hey. And the one guy goes, oh, we don't speak English. Okay. So he yells back, oh, we don't speak English. I said, okay. I mean, I know that. You didn't have to tell me, but I know. So I'm sitting. Yeah, I'm sitting on the step outside the house. Then I go over to the cop because it was a cop that was there waiting for them to leave. Um, so I go up to the cop and I go, hey, man, thanks for, you know, hanging out. Jorge was talking to him. And I just asked him, I said, are you going to wait here till they take off? He goes, yeah, that's the plan. He goes, I'm just waiting for them to leave. I was like, what are they doing? Because Flip Flops was going to drive the truck. And if you remember early in the story. Mover number one, well, not mover number one, but Flip Flop showed up with a car with Illinois plates. So Flip Flops was going to drive the truck, and then mover number one was going to drive the car. Also, I think the reason why they said just give them their stuff 
is because just, just to start for them hooking up the truck and taking it to Midnight Blue, just to hook it up starts at a thousand dollars, a thousand. They were going to keep the car for th three to four days, the, the truck, three to four days. It was going to take the cops two days to inventory everything in the truck because they needed to get a search warrant, which they were, they got the, the search warrant. Uh, but they said it was going to take them two days to inventory everything so that we can go grab our stuff. And then I was like, so how much is it? And they said, well, I mean, it could cost them up to like seven, eight, nine. 15 G's just to take the car, just to have the truck out. So I think the owner of the company realized it's not worth it, which it wasn't. Uh, that's why he was like, ah, just, just give them their stuff, just give them their stuff. And it also saved us a trip from going to Midnight Blue, back to the house and then unloading it, like loading everything onto a truck. And from the drive the truck here and then unload the truck here. So saved us a trip, which was nice. So I tell the cop, you know, oh, are you gonna? He's like, yeah, yeah, that's the plan. And Flip Flops starts walking to the end of the street because he like yells something at the guy. And mover number one was just chilling in the car over there at the end of the street. And I was like, what the fuck are they doing? Well, then Flip Flops starts walking back and I'm, at this point, I'm back on the on the steps, and he starts yelling stuff. He's like, "If you are, if you're a man, you 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 take care of stuff. If you start something, you finish it." I'm a real man. I was like, "I'm thinking, is this guy? Is this? Is he? Oh, oh, that's sad. He's tick touched. He's a little, you know." Yeah, he might drive himself, but he pr he probably doesn't have, I don't know, a gas stove in his house because he might blow himself up, you know, because he's, you know, not all there. If you give him a coloring book, he's he's definitely not going to color within the lines, which is sad. But, you know, hey, he's having fun. It's okay. It's okay. He's having fun. Maybe when he sits down and he eats ice cream, he's like, he goes like this. He goes. <laughs> Like to him, that's the best thing ever. And good, good, good for him. Good for, good for him. Good for him. And I, and I know, oh, then mover number one started walking towards the truck. He's like, rah, 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 rah. And then at one point he goes, oh, those are nice dogs though. <laughs> I thought, what the fuck? Cause he saw, he saw Thanatos and Apollo in the, in the mirror and they were, I mean, they were looking at him like this whole time. They're they're eyeballing him. Their hair was up. I was like, man, even even at a good distance, my dogs are like, nah, motherfucker, I don't like you. And again, I know they were trying to antagonize me to try to have me do something to them. For me, maybe to get arrested and then they can be like, well, see, that's why like we can't give them this, whatever. And I'm not, I'm not that kind of person. I mean, it takes a lot to piss me off to the point where like I've had people call me, I've had guys be like, oh, you're just a little bitch. Okay. Like, I don't give a shit what you think of me. I don't know who you are. You're nobody. I'm nobody. Neither of us are nobody. Like, oh, you think I'm a little bitch? Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I had a guy one time tell me, oh, you suck dick and you take it in the ass. And I went, okay. No. Oh, oh, oh. You think that's going to piss me off? No, it doesn't. Number one, thank you for thinking that I can get two guys at once. Thank you. That's a, that's a huge compliment. Number one. Number two, that you think I'm gay. That means I'm well manicured. Thank you very much. I do take pride in my appearance. I have disposable income, right? I like to drink and party. Thank, I mean, 
it doesn't sound that bad. You know, like you think it's an insult. I think it's like, hey, that's a compliment. Thank you very much. I appreciate. Again, not not only that I can get two guys, but that you think that if I was gay, that I can handle two guys. Like, hey, man, thank you. You're you're really you're really putting me on a pedestal. So I was like, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, I've never been that kind of guy. So, you know, they said their stuff and they drive away. When they drive away, I tell Allie, oh, this whole time I'm telling Allie, stay away from the fucking house. Because I don't want her sh showing up and yelling stuff at the guy. Because I know she would. And if she did, then I would have to break somebody's arm, somebody's face, somebody's like something. <laughs> so we come, we assess the damage. Almost everything's broken. Things are missing. Whatever. Well, then we have a box from, just give me the first name of the lady. Athena. Athena. We find a box, we find some, we find some medication in the box and it says the lady's name, Athena. Today, the 29th, the next day, we just were at uh, Jorge and Carla's house for dinner. Allie gets on Facebook, boom, 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 finds her, sends her a message. Hey, we have some of your stuff. She almost immediately replies to Allie. She goes, oh. We have these, this green bag, yours, with these uniforms from Cintas? Yeah. What? Yes. This lady, what, she's in Georgia now? Mm -hmm. She moved from Texas to Georgia. She has my uniforms. I don't have, I don't have all my uniforms. She has my uniforms. They have pants, right? They, no, uh, blazers. Well, my, my pants and my blazers are over there. I got new pants delivered. But my blazer, my blazers are over there. My pants are over there. She has them. So Allie's like, hey, can you? She's like, I'll send them to you. And Allie goes, we'll send you your stuff. Then they start talking. They start trading. She says, they ended up paying them $12,000. They, they paid them $12,000. They paid them the full amount. They paid them the full they paid for oh they paid for the the other family they paid for premium package or premium packing the movers didn't have any any boxes they had to go buy their own boxes the movers packaged everything for them that they paid extra for they got their shit and almost everything's fucking broken in there they send Allie they send Allie uh she sent, Athena sent Allie videos and pictures. She said, multiple things are broken. Multiple things are missing. Same with us. What the she fuck? She said she saw the TV oh, with the oh, water damage oh, in between oh, the mattresses. Oh, oh, this is, ooh, this is good. <laughs> our $4,000 TV. Let me get on the message. <laughs> our Samsung. Our $4,000 TV. This lady saw in between both of our mattresses on the outside of the truck <laughs> that got wet. Did you hear what I just said? Yeah. The TV that they charged Allie $85 for to put in a fucking box was in between two mattresses, our mattresses, which got rained on. Water damage and caught fire a little bit. Yeah. The TV is broken, unusable, because they had it on the outside of the fucking truck. In the recording, when the guy came, when I'm telling him, hey, our shit was on the outside, he, he was assuring me, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not. Then when I told him, I have pictures. Of it on the outside. Then he goes, well, you have insurance, right? And I said, that doesn't mean you get to treat our shit like it's worthless. These people are fucking terrible. Terrible. They're crooks, thieves, liars, pieces of fucking shit. Am I pissed? I'm, I'm, I'm really pissed. I'll tell you this, if I ever see them again, the first thing I'm doing is beating the shit out of them.
The second thing I'm doing is then asking him, hey, are you okay? What happened? Why'd you beat the shit out of me? Oh, I didn't. What are you, what are you talking about? I didn't do anything to you. Remember how we had to pay the extra 2600 when yes. they shut the truck? Yes. They told them when they shut the truck, five grand for this. Oh. So with the other family, they told them once they shut the door, whoosh, they told us 2600 bucks to move the, the truck. They told them five grand. Yeah. Then Allie was telling Athena. So, I mean, for an hour, we're at, we're, we're at Allie's parents' house. And she's like, just, and I go, hey, you, you okay over there? And almost the entire time, she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, just when you thought the story was over, it gets better. At one point, she told, she told the mover something to the effect of, like, fuck you guys. I'm taking you down. Oh yeah, and and the and the mover number one laughed. He was like, "I he don't just, care about your oh, small word of mouth." I don't care about your small word of mouth. Well, motherfucker, shit's coming. Shit's coming your way that you're not gonna like. Also, there's a reporter that is interested in our story, and he emailed Ali today, and just tonight. Ali e- emailed him back and said, you, you remember when you you remember when the you thought the story was over? It just got better. What happened? He said we were asking them what the hell they did to your boxes and why your stuff all looked like that. We were so mad for you when we saw your stuff. So this family, Athena and her family, saw our stuff and was pissed off at them for us, right? Which is fantastic because there was another family stuff. Behind ours. And I was telling the guy. You pieces of shit. I said. You guys picked up our stuff on the first. And there's people stuff still in there. Oh. It's none of your concern. I said. But it is my concern. I go. Because now that family has gone without their shit. For over 30 days. You sons of fucking bitches. I. Was livid for that next family. Oh, she said, I'm still going through the boxes to see what's missing. We sat at your door. We sat at our door and didn't let them bring any boxes in. Yeah, you told me that part. They shoved your bag of clothes in our deep oh, yeah. freezer so we didn't see it. Uh, <laughs> my my uniform's in the green. Uh, the green bag. The green bag from the cleaners that we had in uh, Vegas. They hid it. In their deep freezer so that they wouldn't see it and they gave it to them. Like they found it later when they left because they weren't, they did the same thing. They didn't let them in the house because they're like, no, absolutely not. You're not uh, coming into the house. And then Allie told her tonight, you need to file a police report in Texas where it first happened and then now where you're living. And then Allie told her that she would send her the incident numbers so that they can refer to the, to our police reports as well because then then there's a pattern like oh yeah and not just easy moving express because fuck them but also all state moving and storage i'm telling you these people are pieces of shit oh and athena was telling ali that the customer service lady which apparently there's only one <laughs> she's been nothing but fucking terrible Today Allie, today, Allie called Allstate Moving and Storage and was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know, like, this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. One of the guys got arrested, then got unarrested. And Flip Flops has a warrant for his arrest in New Jersey for assault. And the lady on the phone was like, oh, my God. Oh, that's not, oh we didn't know. Oh. So I'm in the background. I was like, man, fuck them. You guys fucking hired them, you pieces of shit. You didn't care. You didn't care now, or you didn't care then, and you don't fucking care now. Fuck you. I was like, baby, baby, please stop, stop, stop. I was like, no, no, fuck these people, because from day one we were telling them like, hey, what's going on? And the entire time they didn't give a shit about anything. And now it wasn't until maybe what a week and a half ago, Ali called and was like, hey, we have proof, or maybe two weeks. When Allie called and said, hey, to Allstate Moving and Storage, we have proof they didn't put our TVs in, in boxes. We have proof. 
That's the only time that I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Before that, we got nothing. We got, they were like, not, it's not my problem. What do you want me to do about it? What do you want me to do about it? It's not my problem. Well, that's just the way things go. Well, moving takes 21 days. Uh, it can take up to 30 days. Man, go fuck yourselves. So, yeah, there's a reporter that wants to do a story. Ali asked Athena if she would be okay with us telling the reporter about them and then having the reporter reach out to them. And she said, absolutely. So let's take these motherfuckers down. And we said, yes, that is the plan. We can have a class action lawsuit. Allie even found the movers, the people that we've dealt with, all their Snapchats. Because she went on Snapchat and you know how you can look at your, like, add your contacts? She found them all on there. She found mover number one on Instagram, which I want to put that motherfucker on blast. I told Allie, she was like, should we like add them and like harass them? I said, no, I don't want to harass them. I would like to send them pictures and videos of women on their worst <laughs> stages of their periods. Because I think that would freak them out. I think they would burn their phone. And maybe like, I don't know, give up meat forever. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where it's at. And I have to let you go because the camera battery is about to die. Um, any new updates, I'll let you guys know. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Remember, tell everybody you know to listen to The Jesus Show, not that one. And I'll see you next week.